Thank you for joining us. You are listening to a podcast from Bright City Church. For more information, visit our website, www.brightcitychurchuk.com or find us on social media at Bright City Church UK. Good evening, everyone, and uh, welcome to Word Up here at Bright City Church. Welcome, Pastor Akin. It's uh, great for me to be back. Uh, it's been a good few weeks, it seems. How are you doing? Yes, I'm um, very well. Uh, thank you, Pastor. Yes, it's. Yeah. Uh, it's well, I think even uh, even myself, I think we've been off the air for a couple of weeks, so it's um, yeah, it's great so... to get back into into the study. So we're studying the revelation of Jesus Christ, which God gave him to show his servants, that's you and me, what must soon take place. Wow. So uh, that's just reminding us, you know, what this is all about. What must soon take place? Will this be in our lifetimes? As many um, of the saints around the world think we really are in getting into the very throes of these last days. And I know, um, Pastor Akin, with Ben last time you were uh, looking at the end, really, of chapter 13 and really getting into some of these very famous parts of the book of Revelation. We're talking about, you know, the mark of the beast and whatnot. Here, a quick sort of um, summary of, uh, I was looking at it as well. There were these two beasts um, in, in the imagery and, and it seems one is the Antichrist depicts the Antichrist and one de depicts the false prophet. The Antichrist, um, he he received this fatal wound, which was healed, almost like a, a false resurrection, kind of copying Jesus Christ. And it says the second beast caused all the earth to worship that first beast, the one who, who had, if you like, got risen from the dead almost. Um, and he deceived the inhabitants of the earth. This, um, and he was given power as well um, to, to do signs, this sort of false prophet. And um, it, interestingly, it says he, he ordered the people to set up this image in honor of that the, the, the Antichrist. It says the one who was wounded by the sword and yet lived. Uh, and this image, the, he was given power to give breath, seemingly life to this image that people then were were forced to worship. And it said, you know, and, and, and so it could speak. So we've got this image that set up that could almost speak and, and people were, were, were asked to worship it. And those who refused to worship the image were killed. Um, I know you've gone over this with Ben, but uh, yeah. what, what's your thoughts on, on what's going on here? Uh, you, you know, it's, it's quite amazing. Just as you were, I don't think we mentioned this when we went over this before, and that's, you know, that's, but just as you, you were speaking there, you know, it just um, uh, just re reminded me of one of the uh, the first, the Ten Commandments. Yeah. That uh, you shall not worship uh, any image, um, you know, or any other yes. God besides oh, the Lord. Yes. God. And, it's, and it's just taking us back to that, uh, you know, yeah. those, that, the original you know, plan and thought and idea that God had behind, you know, having a relationship with people that we mm. shouldn't worship it. And, and, and here you see, um, it's almost just like, a, you know, the, the serpent coming to Adam and Eve in the garden and saying, you know, did, did God actually say you shouldn't eat of this tree? And mm. here we, we see again, um, 
having this, um, uh, you know, image or whatever it was, or an yeah. idol or statue, whatever it was, and saying worship it, but then adding, if you like, a, a supernatural dimension to it by giving it the ability to speak, as it were, and then saying, okay, okay, I, I know maybe, you know, in the past, God has says, you know, don't worship idols or images or things like this because they, they can't say, they can't speak, they can't do anything. But look at this one. This one's different. You know, this one yeah. can actually speak, you know, so worship this one, you know. And it's it's always going back to, to that central thing of, of, of Satan wanting to be worshipped, doesn't it? He yes. wants the, the worship yeah. that belongs only to God. He wants to whatever means he can try mm. to deceive people or try to draw people's attention away from God, even if it has to, even if he has to use some sort of um, a supernatural e event or occurrence Yes, to try and get yes, people yeah. to, to worship him and um, I, I, I think we, we, we might have mentioned this um, last week or sort of the last time we spoke about yeah. you know as, as Christians we also need to be careful about you know running after supernatural signs and wonders mm -hmm. and uh, without actually understanding that their, their origin or where, where they've come from you know is God behind this or is it something that's going to yeah. be used to trick you into into worshiping Satan yeah. but yes but Pastor, yeah, coming back to this whole thing about you know this beast and um, you know the alliance between the Antichrist and this false prophet all like you said it's, it's all it's, it's almost like a, um, a well not it's almost like it's, it's trying to um, duplicate or to um mm -hmm. you know to see people like we know we have we had jesus christ we had john the baptist yes, yes. forerunner and here he's it's almost just like everything mm. that um you, you know that god has set in place to enable people to know him mm -hmm. satan is just trying to copy it just yes, to try yes. to get people to worship him instead yeah um it's it yeah sorry I, I, another <laughs> another huge yeah. sort of image that comes this reminds us of doesn't it immediately as well is is you know the beast uh, of Nebuchadnezzar, that 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 beast that that all of the people were were forced. You know, you must bow down yes. and worship. And you had the the people of God, Shadrach, Meshach, Abednego, saying, you know, we cannot and we will not. And they were they were all like prototypes of of this day as well, weren't they? Yes. Uh, you know, Absolutely. and 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 interestingly, we can say that they there was that supernatural protection in some way of the saints of that day you know they were thrown in the fire weren't they the fiery yeah. furnace they refused to bow down um and i wonder what this image you know if you think of the um i was thinking of the massive power of of imagery today you know image 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 it's all yeah. you know the your um i know you were talking about it last week with ben as well whenever it was you know things like TikTok, the instagram you know the, the the images that are coming now and and you imagine um say when i think of and, and i think we talked you and i when we were doing our last program about the possibility of these world religions kind of coming together and i i saw on the news not that long ago it was the pope who got together with these other world religion leaders and and they were agreeing to come together and and, and and something something it was something quite um significant where yeah. you know they they were coming together i know these this this thing has been going on for a while but you could almost see where you know that type of institution was saying right you know we must all adhere yeah. to this this and sign up for this you know we will all love one another we will all you know this type of idea and and if you if you don't, you know, you're a hater and, and, and you yes. know, you will be and yes. the persecution coming. It kind yeah. of, yeah, we could see things going that way.
it's a, it's a, that, that subtlety of, you know, just burning a, a, a touch of incense to Caesar and just saying, hail Caesar. And, you know, just to pledge yeah. your allegiance, allegiance to Caesar as they did it in, in, during the, the times of the Roman Empire. And it's, uh, like you said, very subtle. And it's almost like, oh, it doesn't really matter. Just, you know, just do this. And just to show that, you know, you're like, you're, like you said, you you believe in, um, mm. you know, whatever they want to call it, a one world system yeah. or one love or unity of everything. And yes, just do yes, this. Yeah. And just, and, you know, th those sort of subtleties. And unless you know the scriptures and you know, like you were saying, the, the commandments and the words of Jesus and you, it would be very hard to actually argue with, oh, well, we're all to love one another and we're everyone, you know, these sincere people are trying to see God in their way and we are in ours and we must all, you know, appreciate one another and, and always lead to, to God. Like you say, it's very subtle and yet it's, if we, if we don't know the word of God, that there is one way, there is one mediator between God and man, the man Christ Jesus. You know, I am the narrow gate, uh, Jesus said. And, and, you know, like you said, you shouldn't worship no other gods but but me. Um, so, yeah, it's we can see these things coming. And then it goes on, you know, this, I know you were looking at it again with Ben, forcing everyone. It said he forced everyone small and great, rich and poor, free and slave. So that's really indicating every single walk of society, every spectrum of society, isn't it? Great and small, rich and poor, free and slave, to receive a mark so that no one could buy or sell. I know you were looking at this as well, unless they had the mark. Interesting stuff. And uh, we, I know we've said it many times before, we now live in a day where that is happening kind of thing. What, 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 what do I mean by that? I've heard and know about, you know, in, in regimes like in China, there, there is now, you know, a social scoring system connected with certain choices that the citizens make. And I'm not quite sure how it works, but, you know, uh, if you're towing the line, as it were, you, you, you're receiving certain, you know, credits mm -hmm. or, 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 or you know what um checks and things which which give you access to more things you know and the if you're seen to be actually going against the regime in some way you, you know you're controlled and you can't mm. travel on this um system and you can't do that and you can't access whatever so th mm. this control is coming in already yeah so right we go on and then so we're going into to chapter 14 so unless it says so no one could buy or sell unless they had the mark which is the name of the beast the number of his name this calls for wisdom if anyone has insight let him calculate calculate the number of the beast for it is man's number so then we're on to chapter 14 i'm going to read the chapter now then i looked and there before me was the lamb standing on mount zion and with him 144,000 who had his name and his father's name written on their foreheads. And I heard a sound from heaven like the roar of the rushing waters and like the loud peal of thunder. The sound I heard was that of harpists playing their harps. And they sang a new song before the throne and before the four living creatures and the elders. No one could learn the song except the 144,000 who had been redeemed from the earth. These were those who did not defile themselves with women, 
For they kept themselves pure. They follow the lamb wherever he goes. They were purchased from among men and offered up as first fruits to God and the lamb. No lie was found in their mouths. They are blameless. Then I saw another angel flying in midair, and he had the eternal gospel to proclaim to those who live on the earth, to every nation, tribe, language, and people. He said in a loud voice, Fear God and give him glory, because the hour of his judgment has come. Worship him who made the heavens, the earth, the sea, and the springs of water. A second angel followed and said, Fallen, fallen is Babylon the great, which made all the nations drink the maddening wine of her adulteries. A third angel followed them and said in a loud voice, If anyone worships the beast and his image and receives his mark on the forehead or on the hand, he too will drink the wine of God's fury which has been poured full strength into the cup of his wrath. He will be tormented with burning sulphur in the presence of the holy angels and of the Lamb, and the smoke of their torment rises forever and ever. There is no rest day or night for those who worship the beast and his image, or anyone who receives the mark of his name. This calls for patient endurance on the part of the saints who obey God's commands and remain faithful to Jesus. Then I heard a voice from heaven say, Right, blessed are the dead who die in the Lord from now on. Yes, says the Spirit, they will rest from their labour, for their deeds will follow them. I looked and there before me was a white cloud and seated on the cloud was one like the son of man with a crown of gold on his head and a sharp sickle in his hand. Then another angel came out of the temple and called in a loud voice to him who was seated on the cloud. Take your sickle and reap because the time to reap has come for the harvest of the earth is ripe. So he who was seated on the cloud swung his sickle over the earth, and the earth was harvested. Another angel came out of the temple in heaven, and he too had a sharp sickle. Another angel who had charge of the fire came from the altar and called in a loud voice to him who had the sharp sickle, take your sharp sickle and gather the clusters of grapes from the earth's vine, because the grapes are ripe. The angel swung his sickle on the earth, gathered its grapes, and threw them into a great winepress of God's wrath. They were trampled in the winepress outside the city, and the blood flowed out of the press, rising as high as the horse's bridles for a distance of 1,600 stadia. I, I was mentioning to you, Pastor Akin, that we've we've had just before... 14 begins we've had everyone was forced by the antichrist if you like to take a mark on their forehead and now we have immediately after i looked and there is 144,000 who had a mark on their foreheads it was the mark of god it was the name it was his name the lamb and the father's name written on their foreheads and uh, you have this contrast don't you those who 
who chose to devote themselves to the Lord and were given the mark of salvation, freedom, life, eternal life, compared with those who are forced to take a mark of destruction, a mark of bondage, a mark, yeah, it's it's very obvious there, isn't it? Yes, you can see that, like I said, I think we, we probably, I think we mentioned that there was like a contrast between what we see in chapter 13. It's almost as though in chapter 13, you know, the devil is, is displaying all of his, you know, he's bringing out all, all of his big guns, as it were, to say you know, there's this beast and then there's this, this false prophet and he, he can even, you know, raise the dead back to life again and he gives power to this statue and everyone's been forced to take yes. the mark if they want to continue to participate in, you know, in day-to-day, -day, uh, everyday life. And it's almost as though there is that kind of picture of like, yeah, you know, the devil's in control of things. And then we come to chapter 14 and right at the beginning step comes straight the focus comes back onto jesus yeah. and you actually see that even in the midst of all all of his darkness he actually has these witnesses 144,000, which we, we i think we looked at them in in chapter seven i can't remember yes, I think it was chapter maybe chapter seven, seven. Yeah. and we see here again that uh, as we've been saying throughout the book of revelation and throughout the word of god that god is is in control and yeah. um, even though he's uh, he, he's not afraid, he's he, he's not. A, that's why I would say that he's not afraid to show us the worst that the devil can do. You know, this is the you know these are the things that he can do. Yeah. These are the things that we will see if we are that generation that are going to be uh, alive at the end. This, these are the things that we're going to see. Mm. We're going to experience. But yes, but, yes. but it's but there's still that but there, isn't it? Yes, but I am yeah. still in control. Absolutely. And yeah. here. You know, he begins to unfold, and as we go through, we begin to unfold. You know, that, that's the that's the worst of what what he can do. But let me show you, like you've just said, Amen. let me show you what I can do, which yeah. you know is exceedingly greater than what he can do. Oh, you know, yes, he's a created yes. being; I created him, and this is that's what he can do. But look at what I can do. And yes, like you said, yes. right from the beginning, we begin to see the Lord, and he's beginning to show that he's still in control. He's still got these faithful witnesses. He's, um, you know, and as we go through, we begin to see these angels. Who are beginning to if, if you like um fulfill the purpose and plan that god has at the end of the age and there's nothing that the enemy can do to stop that you know in spite of all the things that he's done as we're sitting together there's nothing he can do to stop yeah. any of the things yes, that god yeah. has put in in, in, in fact play. everything that he, satan is doing is counterfeit isn't it it's just a, a weak copy you know we have the counterfeit resurrection of this you know wound that was healed the counterfeit worship forcing people interestingly the lord you know marks somehow spiritually supernaturally his people doesn't he and we saw they were marked we saw before how they were marked and protected even from harm in some supernatural way it's interesting and satan counterfeits that he says right i have to force everyone with a mark and you we wonder how that's going to be it's probably some something that you know is stuck in people but it's it's such a poor counterfeit of what god is is do the one who is in control the creator of all the creator of even satan himself the fallen angel there's just no comparison as you were rightly pointing out and all the way through Revelation, as we've seen, we, we continually, don't we, quickly hop into heaven. We're shown, hey, who's in control? There's rejoicing, worship, glory, you know, and, and, and sort of juxtaposed to the chaos on the earth. But yet, hey, I'm in control, like you were saying. Couldn't agree more there. And it's almost a heavenly picture here. It's like standing on Mount Zion. Um, you know, so it's it's kind of like, yeah, picture of who's in control there. Yeah, again, you know, we have this allusion to these 
Well, well, description again, referral to this 144,000. It seems there's this, you know, God has his people, his special, almost like super troops, uh, you know, and he'll have these incredible two witnesses. We remember we looked at there's 144,000. Is that a literal number or is it just this amazing army of, you know, even from Israel of, of people, his redeemed people, his chosen ones who do follow him and that they're used mightily in these last days to be, you know, to take the gospel around the world in, a, in an amazing way. And it says, you, you know, it seems here it refers to there's this heavenly, heavenly music, heavenly worship. Um, it was that of harpists playing harps, loud noise, uh, voices from heaven, sounds from heaven. They sang a new song. That was it. Um, yeah. And and. And it says no one could learn or discern or understand this new song except the 144,000 who were redeemed. That's interesting, you know. Yes. Did you pick up anything from that? I came across something on, on that, um, Pastor Rini. It's like um, it was a reference to the, the new song that only this 144,000 uh, knew was. Uh, and, and, it, and it's called, it, it's called it, it was the... Um, they referred to it as a, a song of redemption. It said, obviously, it says here that these they were redeemed from among men, um, uh, uh, being uh, first fruits to God and to the Lamb. And uh, the, the uh, commentator was just saying that the song of redemption was that uh, it, it's, a, it's 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 uh, how did he put it? Now? It's like an experience. The song is about an experience about being um, chosen by God. Uh, in a time of uh, you know of darkness, when the enemy has just been, been releasing all these you know his, yeah. his beast, his false prophet, and all of these things, and yet in the midst of that, these people are chosen to um, you know if you like to represent God and to be His messengers in that end time. And so this commentator just said that that's it's it's I, I, it's a bit it's a bit like you know you get singers uh, sometimes they they write songs out of their personal experience, yeah. and that's something that. Um, People who have gone oh, yes, through that experience, yes, yes. they also can relate to. But yes. this one, because it's that these one hundred and forty-four thousand were spe specifically chosen for for this Good. for that time yeah, and for purpose, yeah. they're the only ones that can sing this. So that's the way that the commentator, yeah, like you know, that went down explaining yes. that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and um, and and the commentator I was listening to, um, talking about new songs were often written you know, to celebrate victories and new things, you know, like when they went through the Dead Sea, there, there was, you know, the new songs that were sung and rejoiced. And it's a similar picture here um, that we might think. So we, we do see again these characteristics of, of these 144,000. They, they mm. did not defile themselves. They were redeemed. Interestingly, it says they did not defile themselves with women for they kept themselves pure and and yeah that might sound difficult for some of us and we have to unpack that you know it's not unpure or or, or it doesn't defile you to um you know to sleep with your wife if you're married for instance and this sort of thing but you know would be defiling if you um if you had were adulterer um an adulterer for instance obviously um, but interestingly, I think it, it, it does say that these folks, they don't marry. Is that right? Or are they virgins? 
Yes. So the again, the, the um, some of the commentators were say that this was this is this was literal that these were and, the, and this is the other thing, Pastor. I know he says mm. that uh, they did not defile themselves with women, but some of them were saying, well, it also says that they were virgins, and that's usually a, a reference to women. And so they 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 were looking at uh, are these all men or are they all women or are they men and women? Is it is it is it clear from the scripture of here? Of course, yes, what, yes, uh, exactly. What yes. exactly is it? Are they men or women? Some I I, I read one that was saying that um, quite literally, just as the same way that Paul um, can I say that he exalted people if they wanted to you know to serve the law that they should remain um, celebrate just like he was so that they could focus totally on you know the, the work of God so it, it obviously the, the comedy is not saying like you're rightly saying he's not saying that people should not he's not saying don't get married but he was just he, he referenced Paul in yes, saying yeah, that um, yeah. you know in that sense you can be focused fully focused fully on, focused um, yeah these the were God. you were fully sort of committed in, a, in, a, in an extraordinary way there were special yeah, yeah. kind of people set apart in a in a special way, and and their devotion to God was was complete and focused. You get this kind of idea, and interestingly as well, I was I was hearing reading uh, as well that before men went into battle for the Lord, you know, in the Old Testament, you know, they they would not sleep with their wives for you know some days beforehand when they were engaged in you know together and the ark was out and everything. They wouldn't sort of pop back to home and, and spend some time with their wives. Why? Because they were, you know, they were together. They were focused on what they were doing. And do you remember Uriah when he came back and, and it was um, David who was trying to get him and entice him to, hey, go back to your home, go and sleep with your wife, because he wanted to cover up his adultery yes. with, you know, because she'd got pregnant and he wanted it to look like, well, it was when you, you know, when, when yes. Uriah slept with his wife. Um, I hope this is making sense. But he refused. He said, no, no, yes. which is not right that I would. We know that, you know, we're, we're at war. We're fighting. Everyone's out in the field. The um, the tabernacles out there. And uh, and yeah, so there's that sense as well of this, you know, devotion to, to the the task at hand, is, is it, yes. if you like. Absolutely. Yeah. No lie was found in their mouths. They're blameless. Mm. So, so yeah, it's a sense of well, they're you know this is their time and and you know they're they're being used by the Lord in this day. We you know could it be and 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 we'll come to it right now. It says this this angel flying in midair had the eternal gospel to proclaim to those who live on the earth, to every nation, tribe, language, and people. You and I were discussing this before, and uh, yes. it was saying you know fear God. Give him glory because the hour of his judgment has come. It's almost like this final call, altar call, gospel call going throughout the world. Very clear, undeniable. I wonder, you know, we're talking about those 144,000 dedicated, devoted, blameless, you know, who it says they follow the lamb wherever he goes. Another characteristic of them. You know, was it yeah. this mighty army, maybe, you know, protected by the angel that brought this yeah. undeniable gospel to every corner of the earth in the last days? Just a thought that came yes. to me. But yes. Wow. It's amazing. Just, just, just as you were talking together, Pastor, and I was just thinking when he says that they followed the lamb wherever he went, yeah. I was just thinking of um, 
you know, um, you know, the Lord Jesus Christ, when he was on the earth, he said, I only, you know, I only say what the father says and I only do what I see the father doing. And it's almost, yeah. you know, you know, many, many a times when the he was being accused of all sort of different things, he would say, you know, for which sign or for which miracle or what good work have I done? Are you accusing me? And I'm just, you know, as you were just talking, I was just thinking to myself, yeah. you can imagine if there were 144,000 like that. I'm not saying that this is what the yeah. scriptures are saying here, yes, but I'm just yeah. saying that if there were Absolutely. 144,000, 4,000 who were just like him, mm. you know, and they went around, they were doing the, all the things that yeah. he did in the way yeah. that he did. And so that, you know, what they were doing, you, whether, whether you um, accepted their message or not, you yeah. could not deny yes. what they were doing. The evidence yes. was could, there of yes, all the absolutely. things that they were doing. And they would be able to say, look, we're doing this yes. in his yes. name, in, in his name, yes. and that this is undeniable. And, uh, yeah. you know, you'd, ha you'd have that. It's just like what the, what the Lord said. He said, he, you know, all the miracles that were being done in these towns, if, if these things had been done in yes. Sodom and Gomorrah and all these other places, they yeah. would have repented. Yeah. You know, and, uh, and, and maybe that's sort of right. Yeah, he said, didn't he, that, you know, you will do even greater things than me, right, you know. And, and so he kind of had this vision and, 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 you know, dream, not dream, but, you know, a purpose and planned a plan for the earth that there would be these saints devoted to him who would do what he, he did and greater things. Greater. And so, wow. you know, we often say this and I think, well, you know, his vision is going to come to pass, his words and his prayer. So maybe this is the culmination of it. Look, here they are. Um, yes, I'm getting quite excited when I think about these things. <laughs> great stuff, great stuff. So, yeah, we have this almost like, a, is it a final altar call? You know, this mm. eternal gospel proclaimed throughout the land. Then it says there's a, a second angel follows that angel you know and and with the gospel going all around to every tribe nation people and tongue the second angel comes and says fallen is babylon the great which made all the nations drink the maddening wine of her adulteries so again here we've got the judgment we've got the falling of babylon so who is babylon the great so we better look at this uh, I think yeah. we've touched on it already, but uh, let's have a look at it again. Babylon. Um, yes. what, 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 what have you got to yes. say? Uh, yes, I, I came across a reference to Babylon uh, being a, obviously, different commentators. Some of them were saying that it's a, um, a one uh, religious order. So it's all of the major religions in the world coming together. Uh, to create, if you like, it's a bit like the statue, almost like the under the statue that Daniel saw was more of kingdoms, wasn't it? The kingdoms yeah, that were yeah. coming, but he related it to um, um, religious orders all coming together, mm. and uh, yes. as with this whole sense of you know, it's it's uh, and it's all under the pretense of one love. We're all you know, all these roads lead yeah. to God, and that mm. being that Babylon, and the, the essentially what Babylon is all about is getting uh, people to worship, you know. Yes. Yeah. something or someone other than god that's what it's all about it's, it's yes. all about yeah. you know that's why the king um it was, it was king nebuchadnezzar who set up that statue and says you know when you hear the trumpet everyone must bow down and worship yeah. the statue it's all about getting worship from god onto mm. something else um so yes I had the, the, the religion it was also um about the government as well there being you know governments coming together in times of uh you know um instability and coming together and say listen we can't have these rogue nations threatening people anymore let's all come to have a one let's have a one system one yeah. system that's yes. uh, and in yes. that system 
just like you said about um, in that nation that you mentioned there, uh, and in that system there will be all of these points, as you said, you know, where you know, if, as long as you follow the these rules and these regulations, yeah. then you get points and you can do this and you can do that, and if you don't, you can't. So it's all, but um, essentially, what the, the commenters were all talking about taking that worship. It's the worship that that Satan is after, taking it away yes. from God onto this onto this whatever it is whether it's a system or it's a person or uh, or a religion and taking and saying look this is you'll worship this yes this is what you need to look up to yeah yeah it seems to be like the system of 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 worship you know the worldly worship that's gone through the ages and and you know it's been represented by different kingdoms it was babylon back in the day then rome was referred to as babylon as well and and we have you know the modern systems today and if you think of babel the first the very first the tower of babel that was the symbolic you know from where, from where babylon the word comes from um i, I believe uh, you know that was the first you know they were building this tower look look how high we can go and you know look and and god said no and he brought it to confusion didn't he babel means confusion so yeah it seems like so fallen is babylon this system is it the is it the judgment that has finally come to them you know is that what the angel is saying i, I believe so it's this right yeah. you know it is now brought to an end the time of her judgment has come because uh, th then the third angel says and you we're just talking about this worship if anyone worships the beast and his image and receives the mark he too will drink the wine of god's fury which has been poured out full strength into the cup he'll be tormented with burning sulfur in the presence of angels and of the Lamb, the smoke of their torment will rise forever and ever. There's no rest day or night for wor for those who worship the beast and his image or anyone who receives the mark of his name. <coughs> this is a really sort of intense kind of judgment, isn't it? That's very specific about this, you know, those who take the mark or worship and worship the beast. They, they go together. Um you know, what strikes me about it is this is very particular. Look, this thing that you do is is so bad. You know, there's no turning back because if you think of, you know, I, I might think of today, you know, we might somebody might be saved out of the Islam religion or even witchcraft or something, you know, work, pagan worship or whatever. Um you know they've obviously been worshiping something else but there's this forgiveness isn't there there's there's a way out but here it seems like there's something about the choosing of of to worship the beast and receiving the mark that there's no coming back from and no yes. one who receives a mark will ever you know be be forgiven there's no way back basically what what do you make yes. of this yes i mean it's it's uh, i mean again it's um just as again you're just talking now just thinking about you know it's just it's just it's, a, it's, a, it's amazing that throughout the the whole of scripture god is so consistent when you look at it it's, it's like when god chose and um, the nation of israel amongst all the other nations and there, there was a purpose behind it because these other nations they all had if, if you like they all had their own um they had their own mm -hmm. gods they had their own idols mm -hmm. and as as a result of um them not knowing god that worshiping those gods worshiping those those idols it, it led to um that there were so many evil and wicked things that they were doing as a result of that worship yeah. and um you know one of the a, a purpose of god 
um, in, in um, you know, raising up that nation of Israel was to, first of all, reveal himself to a people and say, listen, if you're, if you're, you're looking for God, I, I am the God that, you know, you should that you should worship and not to worship the, the gods of these other nations. And there was a reason, there was a purpose behind that. And, um, you know, it's something that uh, uh, I, I deviate a little bit, which, which where our uh, young people in, in the church were asking us this question about, um, you know, God's judgment and, and hell. Why is there a hell? Why, yeah. and why does God judge? And, uh, you know, the you, when, when we look at it, it's almost like there's, there is this issue of if you just let people do whatever they want to do. I mean, it, it's, it's a horrible thing to think about. But if, if, we, if you think about it, yeah. if we allow people to just do whatever they wanted to do, we, could, we can't even begin to imagine what this world will be like now. Yes. And um, you, so true, you, you yeah. get the sense that we're, we're coming to, to this, this point in time now where it's like God, if he doesn't step in, you know, if yes, God doesn't yeah. say, right, this is it now, there, there's going to be no um, end to yeah. where this wickedness is, 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 is going to end. You know, we were, we, we were talking to uh, them about um, uh, Sodom and Gomorrah, where, you know, God couldn't find even just 10 righteous people in that city. Mm -hmm. You know, there, were, there weren't even 10. If there were 10 righteous people there, he would have spared the whole city. But he couldn't even find 10 righteous people there. Yeah. And uh, if you look at the practices, look at what, what, what they were doing there, you know, these three mm -hmm. strangers coming into the... Mm -hmm. I, mean, you just, you just, I mean, even now, even now in the... Yeah. The war that we live in now, we would think just you know three people that three men just come in and these men just come to the place and they say you know bring those men out we we want to sleep with them and it's like mm -hmm. you know where was this going going to end if God hadn't stepped in yeah. and um you know that, that's coming back here it's you know one of, one of the commentators was saying that um you know there, there's a mention here of that uh, even you know where the um uh, this is in verse ten now. It says that they shall be tormented with the fire and brimstone in the presence of the holy angels and in the presence of the Lamb. Mm -hmm. And he was actually saying that there is the presence of God, of, of God even in hell. But the presence of God in hell, it's not one of mercy, it's not one of grace, it's not one of love, but it's one of judgment. And uh, yeah. that's, uh, you know, it's, 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 it's very sobering when, when, we, when we consider it because um, one comment, as one commentator was saying, we don't talk a lot about hell. Um, mm. I mean, obviously, in his time, he was saying in the church, you don't talk in much church, about hell yeah. and about this. And he was saying that this is a, it's not a, um, it's not, per, it's not a temporary, it's not for a fixed period of time. He says it's everlasting, it's forever and ever. Yeah. So it's not going to be, you know, for a hundred years or it's, it's, that's, it's it, that's final. Yeah. And, um, yeah. yes, it can be, it can be frightening, it can be sobering, but God wants us to know the truth, even for us as believers as well. So that, um, as we were reading about those 144 witnesses, we can come back to you know, being focused, how see how important, you know, our lives are and the message that God has committed into her. It's so, it's so vitally yeah. uh, important that, um, once again, we're focused on him as he wants us to be and that we, so that we don't become, I'm not, sorry, I'm not, uh, I just wanted to climb, I'm not talking about our salvation now. Um, in that, so that's, that's not what I'm talking about. I'm just no. talking about our focus on, on why we're here and the importance yeah. of, yes, you know, the, yeah, of you know, sharing, sharing yeah, you yes, know, the, these things yes. that, that, that God is coming. God is coming with his judgment as well, but, you know, he's, He's here with mercy for all who would yes, receive absolutely. him, you yes. know, absolutely. Um, interestingly, this thing again about the mark of the beast and, and you know, this there's no turning back from it. And you, you might even have people who've heard this somewhere or t'other and they think, oh, you know, what happens if I 
take the mark and I don't realise it, you know, and that means I'm, I'm damned forever and there's no turning back type of thing. It's a fear I've heard expressed. Mm. And yet I think we can see from this scripture that there's no way that you could take this mark by accident or, or not realising that you were totally rejecting Jesus Christ and his love, his ways, you know, it would be so obvious. I, I think reading this, it, it makes it quite evident that it is an absolute rejection of God and Jesus Christ and the gospel. And therefore, that's the only reason why there is no turning back. And it's a very serious thing. Uh, oh, yeah. Here, here's another link to this. It says, because it says, you know, this is talking about those who take the mark, you know, that they'll be, um, they will be tormented. But it also had talked about those who refuse to worship the beast. They would be killed. We had just beforehand. And it says there is no on verse 12. It says this calls for patient endurance on the part of the saints who obey God's commandments and remain faithful. This is coming just after describing what happens to those who take the mark. It's showing how serious it is, a sin to take the mark. It's saying it's showing as well that, listen, you're going to be put in a situation. I, I, I want to suggest that where it's your life or the mark. And, yes. and that's why the Lord is saying here, this calls for patient, enduring, enduring the suffering on the part of the saints. That's you and I who obey God and remain faithful to Jesus. It will be a time where it will be absolutely, you know, it'll be the, the polarizing. It's those who are for me are going to be persecuted and killed. Those who are mm. against me are, are going to, you know, be spared and, and, and going to take the mark. I think it's so clear there. Do you remember we, yes. we talked about this cause for patient endurance and faithfulness on the saints? It came up in the last chapter and it was related to that um yeah. if anyone goes into captivity into captivity he will go if anyone that's is right, killed yes, yeah. with the sword yes. with the sword he will be killed this calls for patient endurance and faithfulness on part of the mm. saints we have that phrase repeated almost verbatim here about yes. the taking of the mark this calls for patient endurance on the part of the saints interestingly he obey and then verse yeah. 13 backing this up it says then I heard a voice from heaven say, write, write down, blessed are the dead who die in the Lord from now on. There's something, you know, mm. we all die in the Lord as saints, but there's something very precious and blessed about those who are dying from this time. Because for me, it's saying all of those are going to be martyred. They're all yeah. martyrs. And so there's a special blessing and crown for being a martyr. And, and it says, you are blessed. And then it says, yes, says the Spirit, capital S. This is the Holy Spirit. Yes, says the Spirit. They will rest from their labor for their deeds will follow them. Their, their deeds. This is going to be the, the incredible, courageous deeds of the martyrs in the last days that will, you know, we talked about those who know their God in, in the last days will do great exploits. And, and I wonder if, you know, these are their deeds. They, they will follow them. They'll be, they'll be spoken about and talked about for eternity. Wow. These, you know, and they'll be blessed are those who die in the Lord from now on. Yeah. It's, what, what, what do you make of that sort of interpretation? No, I, 
absolutely. I can't. I can't. Um, very little I can add to that. Pastor, <laughs> uh, <laughs> to say that. Yeah, abs no, absolutely, no, no. Serious. It's. Uh, yeah. It's. 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 It says, um, yeah, it's, I mean, it's clear, it's clear blessed are, are the dead who die in the Lord. For, and it does say from now on. So it is, it from is from on, that, yes. um, it does say from, well, in, in, at least in this, my translation, it does say from now on. So it's, it's almost as like there's a, there's a timeline there, isn't there? Yeah. To say that, yes, there is, like you rightly said, there is that division, there's the dividing line now. You're either for the Lord or you're, you're for the, or for Satan. You know, you're for the, whatever Babylon, whatever system it is, whatever, whatever it's government, whatever it is, it's it's going to be against God. It's going to be against God's kingdom and you're either in his kingdom or not. And so he's yeah. saying from this point now on. Yeah, it seems to be of, like a clear distinction. Start. Yes, yeah. yeah, absolutely. Yeah, There's a so timeline that's, that's there. It's, it's so stark it? and it's going to be a case of, very much a case of, yes, you 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 are the you you are take them in taking the I, I so I, I just wanted to just refer back Please, to something yeah. you mentioned earlier, Pastor yeah. Ian, about um, some people being afraid about being deceived, and I oh, think yes, that yes, um, yes. we will always look at this from the point of view of, the, of God's goodness. Is that he, people who are sincere, you know, yes, and that's the thing amen. is the people who he knows that are sincere that they might not know and they might be deceived. He'll make it. He'll make uh, like I think like you said, he will make it very clear. That they will know that's if they're sincere if people yes, are just amen. paying lip service yes. to this to say oh i'm I don't, i'm afraid no no but if they're sincere and that's because of god's faithfulness he isn't going to allow someone who is sincere to be deceived into taking that into taking that um yeah, and it's taking the that's what that's what i believe because yes, of his yes. goodness and his mercy and his grace amen amen amen, amen. <laughs> well you know is this going to happen in our lifetime friends um we don't really know do we but uh what do you think, Pastor Akin? Yes, you said it. You said it. We don't know. Um, I think the the disciples um, they asked the Lord when He was saying certain things. They asked Him, "So when is this going to be?" And He was saying that only the Father knows. Yeah. The, the things are there. When is when of the end end of the age coming? Yes, and He true. was saying, "This yeah. is going to happen. Yeah. That's going to happen." They said, "Oh, when is it going to happen?" And He says, "No, only only the Father. Only the Father knows." Yeah. So um, what yes. I do know is that the exponential change in in society that we're experiencing in this day is like nothing ever experienced on on, on the earth you know the the change in in the culture and and you know the anti-christian sort of sweeping change as well uh that, that that is going on but yeah we don't know it's true only the father knows <laughs> and uh but i think that the real the call from the father is know me Come close, be be yes. close to me. You know, put on my garments, my my wedding garments, my my garments of righteousness through our our communing with Him. You know, this is where we we continually sort of washed, cleansed anew, afresh. Where where we're given His glory, His 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 um, supernatural presence and, and ability and grace for, for this time, you know, and, yes, and I think absolutely. it's a time of, you know, a bit like dad, you know, when you're out and there's this danger or storm, you, you call the children to come in quick, come in close children. Let me, let me protect you and help you. And, and, you know, that's this time. So let's, let's know him mm -hmm. more. Let's come in tight. Let's be tight together as well. It's uh, to yes. be united with him and united with each other. We really need each other in these days. I think we talk about, you know, the polarization that's coming. And, and so it's good to really support and encourage each other. And that's very yes. strengthening. It's the way that God 
actually, you know, one of his strongest ways to strengthen us is through one another. So be encouraged, friends. And um, thank you for joining us, everyone. Uh, lots of love to you all. See you very soon. Okay. Bye. Bless everyone. Bye.